Welcome to week seven of Gain and Retain University. And as we continue to explore the topic of creating raving fans inside of our businesses, I want to talk to you about five ways that you can over deliver for your customers to create a really five star experience. Now, the concept of under promise and over deliver is kind of a controversial one, especially in recent years. We've seen a lot of people come out and say that that concept is bogus, that they don't like it, and that we should just tell people what we're going to give them and we should deliver that. Now, while I agree with that to some extent, I also think that delighting our customers can go a really long way in creating lasting relationships that will keep them coming back for more and referring their friends to you. So most people are firmly planted on one side or the other when it comes to this topic. They either really love to over-deliver or they really don't like it at all. So let's talk about why that is. Some pros for over-delivering for customers are going to be that it sets you apart from other brands out there. If you're doing something different from other people, then you are going to be seen as different. There is going to be a point where you are elevating your business above other businesses in your same area or niche, and that can be really valuable. And if it's done right, it improves customer loyalty. It can really make people decide that they want to continue to spend their money with you out of intention rather than just surfing the internet for somebody to buy a gift from or to buy new jeans from or to buy a new candle for their stove. Now, the cons of this concept can be that it gives people free stuff that they don't need. That's where we come into like, you know, throwing random hair ties into people's packages. Maybe they delight in those, but maybe they don't. And maybe they don't care and maybe they end up in the trash. And it also can teach people to expect more from you and in the future expect you to over deliver on repeat, which can be okay if you continue to provide that same level of customer service. But if something, you know, falls down to what your normal expectations would be and doesn't over deliver, that might cause a customer to potentially get upset. Now I'm a firm believer that trust is built when you meet expectations and when you over deliver that trust is going to be amplified. So while there is a chance that you could have some customers who see you over-delivering and now roll that into what their expectations are for you, for the most part, you are going to have people who delight in what you over-deliver for them and are impressed and excited and now have the trust relationship with you amplified, which is so important when you are trying to keep your customers in this battlefield that we call e-commerce, and when you're trying to convince them that they should also talk about you to their friends and family. So when I talk about over-delivering, I don't mean throwing random candy in a package or giving away things that you'd normally charge for. Rather, I'm talking about increasing the value of the buying experience by upgrading what you deliver. And this does not mean that it has to cost money, This does not mean that we're giving away a ton of free stuff. It can be giving away something. That can be one part of it. But that's not what over-delivering is. If you over-deliver in that way where you're throwing free things in packages or giving people free stuff every time you see them, then that does create an expectation, right? An expectation that you don't want to create. But random surprises are great. 
So let's talk about the five ways that I really feel you have the opportunity to over-deliver. And some of these will cost money and some of these will not. And you can use these inside of your business to create an experience that is going to be elevated above your competition and is going to really impress your customers and clients. So the first one is to surprise them. So this comes with holiday gifts, extras in their packages, a welcome gift when they first start purchasing from you or working with you. These are all great ways to surprise them. Now, when we're thinking about extras and packages, we've talked about this when we discussed uh, your unboxing experience, but I want you to take that one step further and think about, is this item useful for my customer or client? And is it useful as it pertains to my product or service? For example, when I owned a boutique, if somebody bought a certain item from me that I knew was delicate and needed to be washed in a lingerie bag, I sent them a free lingerie bag. Did I ever advertise that? No. Did I ever tell people that they were going to get a free lingerie bag? No. I just included it in the package and that was just part of over-delivering so that I could make sure that they were taking care of that item and that they had something that made sense with that item. So think about that as well. If you're going to over-deliver in a certain way, maybe you do get a bunch of uh, lingerie bags if your items need to be washed and something like that. Maybe you over-deliver by giving them uh, some fancy matches if you uh, sell candles. There's a lot of different ways to over-deliver that are going to apply specifically to your product or service. The welcome gift is typically going to apply more to a service-based business because it's going to be after you've signed a contract with them and you're getting ready to work together, you're going to send them some kind of gift. Now, this could be a PDF, this could be a video, this could be a physical gift in the mail, but it could also apply to a product-based business. So if somebody has placed their first order with you, there's easy ways to set up notifications that they've never ordered from you before, and you can include a special welcome gift in their package. And just make sure you have a note alongside it that says something about how this is your welcome gift. Thank you so much for making your first purchase. So then they don't expect that they're going to get that exact gift or something similar every single time. The second way that you can over-deliver for your customers is to build a list of trusted referrals. Now, I know this might seem counterintuitive because you might be thinking, well, why would I want to refer my clients and customers to other people? But I have a few reasons. One is that you might be too busy. If you're a service-based business owner and your schedule is busy or you're unavailable at a certain day or time, you want to have a referral that you trust, that you know will take care of this customer and you can refer them out. That is over-delivering, okay? That's not throwing away your client. That's not saying I'm never gonna see them again. That's over-delivering for them and then they can make the choice if they wanna go see this other person or not. And you also schedule them for something way out in the future with you. So you're going to still retain them, but you're going to create that relationship so that they know that they have someone else they can go to if you're too busy. And they know that you are not feeling scarcity. You're not feeling like you own that customer. You're going to just refer them out to somebody else. And that's okay. Another reason why you might want to do this is if you don't offer a certain product or service. So say you are a photographer and you only do seniors and engagement sessions and you don't do anything else. 
if one of your clients who maybe booked a senior session for their son last summer comes to you and says, hey, I want to do a family session, then you can kindly let them know, you know, although I would love to do that for you, I actually don't offer that service. So I'm going to refer you out to this person, right? I trust them. I know they will give you the same level of service. I know that they will take care of you. And if you have an engagement or another senior session come up in your family, please return to me. And then another reason might be that you're sold out of something. I want you to really challenge yourself to step out of any scarcity mindset. If you are sold out of something and somebody needs it, refer them to someone that you trust. Now, when I talk about someone you trust, make sure this is someone that you have a relationship with, that you know, and that you are aware of how their customer service process works so that you can be confident that they will take care of your client. And then the last reason why you might want to have a trusted referral list is that you might just get questions from people, right? An example of this is when I owned a boutique and I had people always asking me, how do I get stains out of my items? And I knew that there was somebody else who owned a small business who had a product that removed virtually every stain in the universe. And I'd worked with her a lot. I trusted her. I knew she would take as good care of my customers as I would. And so I referred people to her all the time. That was over-delivering as well. It's not always taking money out of your own pocket. Sometimes it's just being a source of value and a source of knowledge for people. Now, the third way to over-deliver is to overestimate your turnaround time, okay? So this applies if you have physical product or if you're providing a service. Okay, think about what's the longest amount of time you could possibly need to deliver something and then add two or three days to that. So if you're shipping product and you know that the longest possible time you might need to ship that would be four days, then you need to add two more to that. So now your turnaround time is six days, maybe even seven days. And then you can over deliver inside of that time frame by shipping early. The worst thing that you can do when it comes to delivery time is come up to the day when it's supposed to be shipped or something's supposed to be delivered to somebody and not have it ready or wait till midnight for it to go out, right? That's no fun for people. If you're a photographer, if you're somebody who's doing any kind of digital services for people or you're shipping physical product, overestimate that turnaround time by at least a few days and then over deliver by offering it early right? It's not really early for you, but based on the expectations that you've set, it is early. Next is going to be to communicate with value. So this is another great way to over-deliver that is free or virtually free. Two really great ways to do this are through email or text message. And this is where we're focusing on delivering valuable information to people that is not just sales-focused. So we've talked about this a little bit before, and we'll continue to talk about it when we go into email marketing in a really deep way. But communicating with value can be giving people short tips and tricks. It can be giving people reminders to do things, um, reminders to use your product or service, reminders to rebook. Uh, If somebody came in and had some kind of skincare service with you, you could be sending them emails or text messages that have their at-home care routine in them. There's lots of different ways to integrate follow-up as a way of over-delivering for people. And it's really nice when it's a surprise. I've used this example before, but I'm going to use it again. 
I ordered a planner at the beginning of the year and the day it arrived, I started getting text messages from them that walked me through how to use it, when to use it and reminded me to use it. Now, every once in a while, they will send a sales focused text message, but 90% of what they send me is all about getting me to use that planner because we all know that lots of us will order a planner and never open it up. And these text messages really keep the planner top of mind and make sure that I am using it. And I love that. It's incredibly valuable and it is a low cost investment for that company to do. So think about ways that you could do that inside of your own business. And then the last way that I want to talk about today for over-delivering to your audience is to clientele. Now, if you've worked in retail sales, you may have heard of this uh, term before. And this term really comes down to creating a very customized experience for your client or customer based on your relationship with them and your knowledge of what they have purchased from you before. Now, you need to have a really good relationship with your client or customer to operate inside of clientele. You don't go and clientele somebody that you don't know or who has never purchased from you before. This is based on the relationship that you've built. So when you have a new service, or you get a new product in, you can reach out to people that you have a relationship with based on what they've purchased before and let them know, hey, I know that you purchased this six months ago. I actually just rolled out this new product and it's similar, but here's the way that it's different. I thought that you would really love it or I thought of you when the order came in and just wanted to let you know about it. And then you can have a conversation with them about it. You don't have to send them the link. You don't have to send them pricing. It doesn't need to be a pushy conversation, but just letting them know, hey, I thought of you when this came in and this is why. Same with services. If somebody is getting a service from you, maybe they had a a full family session from you six months ago and you are now adding a mini family session or you're doing Santa photos. You can reach out to them and say, hey, I loved working with you in June. It was so fun. Your kids are adorable. And I really thought that you might enjoy coming to see Santa on this date. This is where it is. These are the details, yada, yada, yada. So those are really personalized ways to reach out to people and make sure that they are aware of new things that you have going on while still maintaining that connection. So you can actually go into your website platform and pull reports of people that have purchased certain products. And that way, you know, when you have a new product come in that might be similar or might be in the same vein as that one that you can reach out to those people and connect with them. You can also think ahead too to be reaching out just to check in and say hello so that it doesn't feel like a cold message if you haven't talked to them a little little while. And that's really important too, because you want to maintain that relationship Now, clienteling is the one that I would say is probably going to be lowest on the priority rung because it is most time intensive, okay? So it's going to take you the most amount of time. It's going to feel like the most amount of work. So while it is worth the time and effort, I would implement the other ones first before you move on to this. And this is going to be something that you do when you have the time or if you have help, okay? So if you have help, great. Delegate this to somebody or delegate something else to your help so that you have time to do this. Because like I said, it's time intensive, but it can be very high converting. So it's a great activity to do if you're like, oh my gosh, it's towards the end of the month. I need a cash injection. My sales are really low. What can I do to fix that? And this is a great way to do that. 
or it's a great way to kick off before you even list anything on your website or list anything for people to purchase to just go through and have this conversation with your most loyal customers. And you might even sell out of things ahead of time. That's awesome. So now that I've listed out these five ways that you can start thinking about over-delivering for your customers, I want you to identify the two to three areas that you feel like you could begin over-delivering right now. What are two to three things that you can do right now? Jot them down and figure out which category they fall under and what specific things you want to do. And if you need help figuring out exactly what you want to do, just send me a message on Instagram at jessica.guzikowski. I'm happy to chat it through with you. Most of these things, like I said, are low or no cost, which is really important when you're aiming for growth. You don't want to be spending money on every single little thing. There are some things that will cost money, but you can always prioritize those for later. Or if you want to make an investment now, that's fine too. All right. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so proud of you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. I'm excited to hear what new strategies you're going to implement in your business to start over-delivering for your customers and really making sure that they have a five-star experience. Have a great week and I will see you right back here next Friday.